this is Taylor Tips with Tiff, where I interview the best in the business so you can learn, achieve, and succeed with all of your real estate needs. Hello to all of my friends and clients out there. Today I'm speaking with Chris Casper, my longtime friend, co-investor and business partner at Access Realty. Our topic today covers land purchasing 101. Let's jump right into this because you are the land man and I call you with all of my land questions and you tend to have all of the answers for me. So more and more people want to buy land right now and they they don't even know how to start this process so how do you generally start this process with your clients it typically works out a couple different ways one clients will call me and say hey we found this piece of property and we want to buy it right so they've already picked the property out no background whatsoever on how land functions a bit differently from residential or commercial or anything else um the others, and they're more few and far between, call and say, okay, we think we want to move out, out into the country, and what do we need to do to start? But that's, that happens less frequently than people that have already found a spot and want to do something. So first steps first, as with anything else, is you got to talk to a lender, uh, but on land, you got to talk to the right lenders. Uh, I think that's the biggest and most important step. Okay. So can you, you just said you have to talk to the right lenders. So how do you even go about that? Do you need to know an agent who connects you with a lender or um, do you just Google that on your own? How does this buyer get to the lender and start the process? So one, you know, frequently you gotta, you gotta deal with an agent um, that is working with land and knows how to work with land. I think that's important. Um, agents are specialized, right? People know more about residential than they do about land, more about land than they do residential frequently. Um, so it's good if you have an agent who knows what they're doing first. Um, not every residential agent can buy land or knows what to do, has these same basic questions. Second is it's good to work with a lender who's familiar with the market locally. Um, those tend to be around here, uh, around Austin, Williamson County, Hayes County, um, Lone Star Ag Credit, uh, Capital Farm Credit. Uh, they're specialized land lenders. Um, you can also frequently go through, if you have a bank that you've got a long-standing relationship with, you can go through on a portfolio loan. The land's not gonna fall under the normal requirements for a conventional loan. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, any of that stuff. So you got to go through a specialized package and it's typically going to be more expensive for you to buy the land. Higher interest rates is what I mean than buying a house. Okay. So I was thinking what kind of strings are attached to this loan? And you just said higher interest rate. Does that mean, uh, is there any other strings like having to build in a certain amount of time or how long the uh, loan actually is? Yep, great questions. Uh, yes, uh, the, the short answer is yes. And because it's a specialized loan, frequently you may have, and if it's with, through a bank, they may have their own set of requirements for you. Um, but they're gonna be shorter terms. I mean, frequently it's five years. Now you're starting to see stuff that's 20 year loans on land. Uh, there's a balance that they have to meet between value of the land cost um, is if the lands, you have a huge farm, 200 acre farm, and you're building a house on it, 
probably going to have to stick with capital farm credit. If you have a five acre parcel and you build kind of a nice big house on it, you may be able to then buy the land and then roll that into a conventional mortgage. Kind of roll back to the actual land itself. And if it is raw land, there's no utilities on it. What kind of budget do you think a buyer actually needs to have in order to get all of the utilities on the property? This is something that is overlooked by most buyers, frankly. Uh, they see that beautiful piece of land, you know, it's got big trees on it. Um, it may have, you know, a pond or something, but it has no electricity. It has no water. There's no wastewater. It may not even be fencing, right? It's just a real pretty spot. So the things you've got to consider is, are utilities available? And if they're not, can you go off grid? Is that, if that's something that you even want to consider. Um, if they are available and that's what you're relying upon, it's how far away is everything? Uh, because out in these rural areas, it may be, you know, a half mile, a mile away. Uh, and it's going to be your cost and expense to get all of that to your property. So there's no set answer. It's just, I, I can say kind of general rule of thumbs. It's always more than what people expect or budget for. Right now to set electric poles out in like East Williamson County, it's usually around 1800 a pole. Uh, those run about 400 feet. So if you're a half a mile away, you can kind of do the basic math. But then it's also what kind of soils are they having to drill in to set those poles? Because if it's more difficult, they're going to charge you more. Same for water. Is water available? If it's not, can you drill a well? And if you can drill a well, is it water? How deep is it? What kind of filtration system do I have to put on it? Same goes for septic. If you're out in a pasture, like that's typically farmland, you got to dig a hole for your septic tank because there's no wastewater line. Are you drilling in soft, you know, black dirt or are you having to blast through rock to put in your tank? All of those can increase price. So then those are just utilities, but you know, one of the things that eats people up around here lately are driveways. You know, if you're out in the country, you typically don't want to be like build your house right on the road. So if you set back from the road, concrete and asphalt are very expensive right now. And I see driveways that are going in that are $30,000, you know, very expensive concrete drives. If you, I'm, I'm throwing a lot of stuff out, but if you uh, also want to keep like your ag exemptions and taxes and stuff, you're going to need a fence. So standard five strand barbed wire fence is $3.50 a foot right now. If you can find someone to put it up. You're going to have to have that fence up if you're going to have cattle or whatever. So there's a lot of underlying costs on a parcel of land. Find those agents that are experienced in land, the lenders that are experienced in land. Uh, they can also give you comps frequently from both the lender standpoint and the agent standpoint. Uh, and then just make sure that around there, what your utilities are, you got to hunt all that down. That's a lot of information. So it's not just going and finding like a cute little piece of land and then you can just build on it when, you know, the time is right. You actually have to have the budget and you have to know the right people and you have to be able to actually get a loan on it. So thank you very much for all of that information. If any of my clients or friends want to purchase land in your area, I'll definitely send them your way. I have a curveball question for you and this is a personal question. What do you do each day that yeah. helps you succeed in real estate? Oh, you're throwing the curveball at me. Yes. Um, <laughs> I would say 
I would say for me what what it was, and it was it was something that I learned, uh, you know, from you ben, and Ben right at the outset, is, and I've tried to pass along to people that are getting into real estate, is schedule your day. You know, uh, our days are hectic. You typically get pulled away from any number of different directions, especially in a market like we're in. Things tend to ratchet up quickly. You got to set time aside that are specifically spent for you know, contacting your old clients specifically for working on your contracts and you're your own boss. So you got to get out of the house and like work your job. It's a job. It's not, you know, something that you can do part time. So I think that that's probably the best is I've always tried to have some sort of time, at least weekly. I've gotten away from daily, but weekly where I'm going back and hitting my basic real estate steps. Calendaring a day is 101 you yep. have to do it or you will just get chewed up <laughs> and not get anything done in a day actually right. so, today today right now i haven't gotten anything done <laughs> well thank you for taking the time with me i see that you're outside and it looks beautiful and i wish i was outside instead i'm inside working on my calendared events for the day so chris again i appreciate you very much and i will talk with you soon Please take a moment to subscribe and comment if you have any show ideas that you'd like to hear in future episodes. I always promote interaction so I can provide what you need to succeed. I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and feel more empowered with my tailored tips. Let's connect on Instagram or Facebook at Tiffany Sells Austin to further the conversation on all things real estate.